Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey. How's it going? It's great. Good. Hey, we have an exciting show here today. I know. We have, I mean, you know, I've been talking about donation boxes on Selfish Giving since I started writing Selfish Giving in 2004. And I think they're a great strategy for business and causes to get started. And surprisingly, you can raise a lot of money. Right. But Megan, the challenge with donation boxes or coin canisters is that they're rather old world, Right. They only take cash and generally nickels, dimes, and quarters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Well, finally, finally, in 2016, (laughs) we have a massive improvement on the donation box. And it's a new product called Dip Jar. And on the line to talk with us about it is Ryder Kessler, and he is CEO of Dip Jar. Hey, Ryder, what's happening? How's it going? Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I mean, you know, this is something that's really interesting to me. I actually just of late on my blog have been writing more about donation boxes because so many nonprofits and businesses, they write to me then, you know, what's an easy way to get started uh, with raising money, either from my organization or raising money for an organization with my business. So a lot of times I push people toward uh, donation boxes and I've had a lot of success with them through the years. But what's exciting about Dipshot now is we're moving beyond cash and we're actually making it easier for people to use credit cards so tell us all about dipcha how to get started sure um and i just want to say that you're absolutely right just before i talk a little bit about the history of dipcha i'll say that you know 70 percent of point of sale transactions today happen with a magnetic stripe card you know yep. whether it's a credit or debit card and cash has really uh become much less frequently used out and about when people are making purchases and there's just a lot less cash on hand, um, right. and that really influences people's ability to be generous. Um, the idea for Dipjar came to me a long time ago, and it actually originated less in the context of donation to charity and more mm-hmm. in the context of tipping. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a coffee shop and talking to a barista, and she was telling me how her cash tips had completely vanished as people had shifted from yeah. cash to plastic to buy their lattes. Um, she used to make four to five dollars an hour in cash tips, and now that was closer to fifty cents. So for yeah. her, this broader payment trend had m- meant that her real wage was was significantly lower, um, and that got me thinking about the fact that it's very hard to be generous um, without cash on hand, whether that's at a coffee shop tip jar or a valet or a coat check or in a hotel room. But really, it's very hard to be generous, you know, uh, with respect to giving to charity. If you would use a, a dollar bill or some loose change to, you know, put in the museum collection mm-hmm. box or the yep. Salvation Army Santa's kettle uh, or into your church collection plate or synagogue tzedakah box, uh, it's just, you know, without that cash and coin, how do you make that spontaneous uh, donation to a cause or organization that you care about? Um and that's what made me think there needs to be a better way. There, there should be a donation box for credit and debit cards. That's what yeah. we use. Why not be able to dip my card to leave a dollar 
donation to the museum or $10 for the Salvation Army. Uh, and so that's what made me, uh, you know, decide to develop a product that that answered that need. Yeah. And you know what's so interesting about something like this, too, is I've had the same experience, like going into a Starbucks and talking to the barista. And, you know, at one time the barista told me that they were making as much like as fifty dollars, um, you know, uh, per week, um, you know, per um, barista in, in extra tips yeah. and stuff like that, which when you're making nine, ten bucks an hour, that's a lot of money, you know, a lot of extra money with something like that. But you know what I think is interesting and why I love dip jar is, you know, how Starbucks. Um, instituted the the, uh, the the tip application on the app. And so mm-hmm. like, a- after you pay, you can tip people. And I say, oftentimes I feel like one of the great things though about Dipjot and donation boxes in general is that you can donate and actually people see you doing it. You know what I mean? Right. And, whereas when you tip someone with that mobile app, it's just not as satisfying because you want to let that person know that you're doing it because of the service you got from them. And, you know, and I think it's the same way with the donation boxes. People want that satisfaction of doing something in the moment. That's absolutely right. Generosity is a social experience. And whether you are giving a dollar tip because you appreciate the work that someone's doing to make you a latte or, you know, make you a sandwich, or whether you're giving to a cause that you care about at a special event or at a gala dinner or just, you know, walking through the library and taking the audio tour and wanting to give a little something in recognition of that, you know, you want that donation or that tip to be visible, to be audible. You want to generate that social tie with the volunteer or, you know, the person working the event. Uh, And Dipjar is meant to do that, to, to enable these donations in a really seamless way but also to allow people to socially express their commitment mm. to a cause. I want to just clarify here for our listeners, because I know what Dip Jar is, and Joe does, and obviously yeah. Ryder does. Yeah. But just to clarify, Dip Jar is this little console that sits on the counter, right? And you can plug it in, or it's battery-operated, yep. it and it's in. Wi-Fi enabled, and you stick your credit card in. And Ryder, correct me if I'm wrong, but can't the merchant set like a standard donation amount? So like if they want to set it at $5, they can. Well, you know what I like about it, Ryder, too, is when you set that donation in the back-end dashboard, Megan, um, it comes up on the dip jar. Right. Like it's like a little digital display, but it's like really cute little machine. I just want people, people this is audio, so people can't see it. Like it's a cute little machine. It comes in different colors. You can stick your little stickers on it. But I want I want to no, talk about, classic- so we're talking so much about tips, but you're not about tips anymore. You're about donations. So why did you switch from tips to donations? How did that happen? And why did that happen? So I'll just clarify a little bit because I do get this a lot when I say, oh, it's a donation box for credit cards. People say, oh, so it's an app. And I say, no, 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 it's actually a thing. Right. And it's out in the world. It's like a gadget. You have that donation <laughs> box or that kettle. You have the ability to be generous with your credit card. And, and just a little bit more about the preset amount. Um, you know, we see that people want to be generous, but there's a lot of friction to being generous, whether you don't have the right yeah. payment mechanism or you don't know the appropriate amount to give. Right. And so this preset amount, whether it's $10 at the event or $5 at the audio tour station, it's a very clear ask that lets people know, okay, this is the, this is what is being requested of me. And all I have to do is dip my card and the jar will make a sound and it'll light up and I'll know that that dip was successful. Um, and it lets me, you know, show that commitment without any anxiety about giving too little 
um, and without fidgeting with any buttons or having to enter yeah. information on a screen. And you know what's good too, Ryan, um, is you know when you put the when you put your credit card in that you you know the amount that you're going to be charged. That's what makes exactly. it so seamless and easy. And the fact that the machine confirms that, I think it's great. And I love the fact, too, that the lights come on and it makes a sound. You know what it made me think yeah. of, Megan? It made me think of the Steve Jobs movie. And in the movie, Steve Jobs always emphasized how important it was for the new Mac to say hello mm. to people. And that's what Dip Chaw's really yeah. doing. It's acknowledging people. So it's, it's designed to really be friction-free for the giver, but also for the organization. And I'll clarify one other thing. It's not actually Wi-Fi enabled. It's cellular so you don't oh, that's what i meant to put in that wi-fi <laughs> password it really you just take it out of the box plug it in and yeah. you're up and running and so to answer megan's original question about you know where our focus has been we did start with this emphasis on tips but as soon as we put dip charts out into the world we got nonprofits knocking down our door saying wow this is top line revenue that i need i've been reliant on cash and coin campaigns um and that cash and coin is going away i need something that i can put out into the world to solicit um, credit and debit card donations. And, you know, we said, wow, there really is a big need here. And we started working with major nonprofits like the Salvation Army and the Children's Miracle Network, and then a lot of more local um, organizations like the New York Public Library uh, or just local uh, animal shelters and art galleries and zoos, folks who have this need to solicit donations from a broad swath of their uh, supporters, but haven't had a way to do it. And mm -hmm. so that's why uh, Dipjar has been more aggressively um, servicing the needs of nonprofits all over the country. Well, you know why this is so smart, too, is because we talk about point of sale all day long on the yep. show and sure. with lots of different people. But the biggest, there's so many barriers to entry for smaller to medium-sized nonprofits doing point of sale. And part of that is like the whole pin pad technology or integrating it even into your cash register, even if you don't have a tech, even if you don't have a pin pad ask. Yeah. So like that, that is a huge barrier to entry. So I feel like the fact that dip jars is like, plug it in and it works, <laughs> um, set yep. the donation amount. Yeah. That's so smart. And there's so many nonprofits who could benefit from this as well as small to medium sized businesses who just don't want the hassle. That's absolutely right. It's, you know, we think about dip jar as a supplement to cash and coin canisters, but, you know, nonprofits have not been waiting for dip jar to try to collect credit and debit card donations. They've tried other things and, you know, they see a lot of success uh, with these point of sale integrations. But the problem exactly, as you've said, is that for merchants, it's costly uh, and time consuming to integrate with the point of sale. And then there's back end accounting needs and there's data sharing needs and the merchants who want to support nonprofits find it much easier to get a dip jar, put it on their counter, and then they know the money's going to go right to the cause and the cause is going to have real-time access to the data and real-time access to the money. And uh, it makes it a lot easier to show that commitment. So right now, in fact, we have a campaign happening on the West Coast for the Salvation Army as part of their Donut Day campaign. And there's all mm -hmm. these donut shops that have Salvation Army branded dip jars on their counters and and they're all collecting donations in a really friction-free, hands-off way for them that still lets them support the valuable work that the Salvation Army does. Um, and Dipjar is the tool that's letting them do it. Good. So how many locations is Dipjar in across the country? Yeah, right now we're in about 650 different places. The majority of those are uh, nonprofit collection points, mm -hmm. whether it's you know, in the library or the zoo or in a retail store collecting for another kind of organization. And then uh, a subset of those jars are 
are still doing the the original kind of tip collection uh, in the coffee shop or the sandwich shop. But really, the nonprofits have been where uh, the majority of our usage where the actions from. at. Yeah, you know what I like too, Megan, is because Dip Jaw is plugged in, you can't really just go running off with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that crosses it's people's minds you know, all the time. Right. It actually, you'd be surprised. Have you that as yeah. a security measure? Seriously? You know what I mean? What's wrong with people? No, really. Who's going to steal that? It's so it's, weird. It's it's a real it's a real concern nonprofits have about security and, you know, trackability of the funds. It's it's, you know, it's funny, but it's also real that yeah. the cash and coin canisters do get stolen and the dip jars just do yep. not offer that benefit. Yeah. Um and, you know, a lot of Nonprofits, the first thing they say is, how do I know Dipchar is secure? And, and really, that was our number one priority, building this technology, was to assure our customers and ourselves that you know, we were going to have a PCI-compliant product that was going to meet all of the highest regulatory needs of card security and data security, because you know, we want to make sure people are comfortable giving a donation to that cause and knowing that their data is secure um, and so, you know, that's a, a real priority for us, but it also has the added benefit of, you know, giving a, giving the nonprofit a way to collect where they know the money's not going to disappear uh, during the counting or that, you know, someone's not going to try to run off with the canister and, and keep what's inside for themselves. How are you guys making your money then? Do you take a percentage of what's being swiped? Yeah, so I think, you know, we we offer the service uh, in very similar ways to other providers in that in the same way you'd buy you know, the canister, you buy the dip jar mm-hmm. as a nonprofit, you get, you know, you pay for this tool. Um, and then like any sort of cellular, cellularly connected device, you pay for the data. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it costs a dollar a day that you actually collect a dip, um, which is, you know, very little in the context of how uh, the nonprofits are using the dip, the dip jar to, you know, solicit donations. Um, and then additionally, yes, we are the, um, we are the payment processor for all of the credit card transactions. And so, you know, just like with any other credit card processing platform, uh, there's a small transaction yeah, fee. Was it two, two uh, but what are emergency? Something like that? Yeah. So it's 3% uh, for Dipjar. And yeah, but really, we operate in so many places where this is all incremental intake. This is new money that otherwise the nonprofit just doesn't have the chance to collect. Because maybe at an event, they have some volunteers with a dongle and an iPad, but they don't have a way to, to passively collect donations, you know, all over the festival or the gala. And in the, in the store where they have the cash and coin canister, they have no way to do credit card donations. And so, you know, the credit card processing fee is a small price to pay to really open up uh, a vast uh, universe of new donations and just... Also, we haven't really talked about, you know, a new source of data about who's giving and when and why yeah. uh, data that is totally opaque when you're just right. collecting cash and coins. So, Ryder, tell me something. The three of us are going to be at Cause Marketing Forum this year. And as you know, well, you probably don't know, but when you get there, you'll see they work my ass off at Cause Marketing Forum. <laughs> like, I have to host things. I have to speak at things. I have oh, to do sessions poor and stuff Joe. like that. You won't believe all the things. Now, what you're I'm thinking You're a hot though, commodity. Is I'm gonna bring I'm gonna have a dip jar for the JWFL, the Joe Waters Fund for Lattes. Oh and my gosh! I'm gonna no, bring you're not. Those. I want to bring. I'm this. banning I'm, that right now. That's not I happening. Bring that to my sessions. All I have to do is plug <laughs> it in, right? I can plug it in, and I can be like, "Hey, if you really like the presentation today, I'm collecting money so uh, I can buy a latte after this." Oh my gosh! So what is wrong That's with you? A great idea. That's a terrible idea, Ryder. Don't encourage him. <laughs> 
if you got uh, if you get five hundred one c three status, yeah, that would be good fine. luck with but that, actually, Joe. <laughs> uh, part of our part of our onboarding process for our nonprofits is that we do have to do all the conventional know your customer um, kind of uh, logistical uh, looking at these prospective customers that the banks require, and so you know. Thankfully, people can't just get dip jars to siphon money to themselves for lattes. Um, but See, Joe, they they know build. your type. <laughs> Standards. <laughs> but we have Story so many great organizations that you could collect on behalf <laughs> of. Uh, and I would be happy to get you a dip jar to collect for any number of, of really vital causes that we work with. Well, that's good. I want to ask know, because I just love the idea, though. Of, well, like, it's, you know, like you could, how many different settings to make, and you could. Use I know, this. I know. You could like sit at Starbucks and just like stick your dip, dip jar out and make <laughs> people swipe it for your latte fund right there <laughs> in real time. All right, I want to ask about um, best practices with dip jar, though, because uh, so I saw that you do something with New York Public Library, like you mentioned, and you say, okay, if you want to take the audio tour swipe the suggested donation is five dollars and swipe your card for Mm. this audio tour or whatever but in other places it's more of like a it's really more like a coin collection where it's just a passive something where it's like swipe your card just to be a nice person and give a donation so what's a best practice there like in terms of what you're linking the donation to have you come up with any of those yet yeah, so you know, now that we've been operating in lots of places over time, we see what works best. And really, the great thing about Dipjar is it's a very flexible tool, and it can be used, you know, however the organization wants to use it. If they want to have passive collection uh, year-round, it's a tool that works for that. If they want to allow people to donate in response to a very specific ask, or you know with some reward you get in return, whether it's a discount on a purchase or a piece of merchandise, Mm. uh, it works for that. If you're at a special event and you're using Dipjar as the ticketing mechanism to give $10 on your way in or the entry to the raffle, uh, that's something that works. And if you're using Dipjar in a retail partnership, uh, you can use it in all sorts of ways. So I think what we see, though, is that Dipjar is very effective when there is some sort of clear ask. And that's what's Mm -hmm. great about the audio tour is that there's a very um, salient point of exchange there where you are taking the audio tour. You're not just walking through the library. And so you Mm -hmm. understand uh, the benefit that you're getting in exchange for this donation, although Mm -hmm. it's, of course, a suggested donation. Um, And and so that's very effective. Similarly, you know, we had uh, the Central Park Conservancy requesting $5 donations at a uh, movie festival they did. And so you're going to the park, you're enjoying it, you're seeing the film, and you're giving a donation because of that. Uh, very similar uh, to other ways that nonprofits use it. And then for mm-hmm. the retail partnership campaigns, I think we see that it's very effective when you collect as part of a campaign. So it's not right. just on the counter sitting there. It's this month, it's Donut Day for the yep. Salvation Army. And so mm-hmm. donut shops specifically are collecting and they're trying to hit a certain goal. And having that goal-oriented, gamified, competitive aspect to the fundraising really helps to get buy-in from the local chapters and retail partners. Um, And then, you know, at the events, when you have a volunteer saying, thanks so much for coming, there are dip jars all around the floor, all around the festival, Uh, please give a donation if you are feeling moved by your exposure to the cause today. Uh, These are all really, really powerful ways to deploy dip jars. 
Yeah. No, I like the idea. And you know what I like too, especially in the context of small and medium-sized businesses, Megan, because at larger business too, um, at point of sale, they have the advantage sometimes of having the credit card terminal that can do right. the ask. You know what I mean? So I almost see it as a little bit less necessary. But for those businesses that don't have stuff like that, especially like bakeries and coffee shops and all sorts of businesses that you can think of. I mean, dip chart, especially as you said, Ryder, used in kind of a campaign mode and not just something that sits on the counter and becomes white noise like most coin canisters are. Um, and yeah. you know, really gets people acting. And I love the fact too, Ryder, of combining maybe an ask at the register with dip chart. Like, you know, we're doing this campaign for the Salvation Army this week. You, you can make a $5 donation by swiping your credit card right in the dip chart right there. Yeah, I think there's really a lot of value to the flexibility of the product because, you know, even if you're a major merchant, even if you're Whole Foods or Walgreens, you could have dip jars at the register and, you know, every month you could be collecting for a different cause and, you know, put out a little uh, a little messaging uh, card for, you know, maybe it's the Salvation Army this month and it's No Kid Hungry next month and it's right. Boys and Girls Club the month after that. And the unlike with uh, conventional point of sale integrated collections, there's no accounting burden for these businesses that already have a lot on their plates. Uh, the dip jar just, you know, they click a box on the on the dashboard and it directs their money to a new cause uh, each month, and it, mm. it totally is hands off. Uh, no matter how big or small you are as a merchant working on behalf of a nonprofit. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of exciting areas that we're going to explore as we grow. Um, right now, we're just so thrilled to be enabling generosity uh, because people want to be generous. They want to engage with these causes. And, and it's really just about giving people opportunity to do so. Right. right. Well, yeah, I think it's great. And, you know, the only thing I think, Megan, sometimes is like, do you think people, because it is a new technology, right, are people kind of like, do I get a receipt? You know, can I get a receipt after I make a donation? You know what I mean? If it's mm. a few dollars or something like that. I mean, what is the like the number one reservation you think from people that use Dipjar? Yeah, it's remarkable. When I first put out the very first Dipjar into the world, I thought, what is going to happen? How are people going to respond to this? Um, but it's really, it's really been encouraging to see that I think because of the simplicity and the fact that the Dipjar is very resonant. Um, with the existing kind of donation boxes that people see, they aren't afraid of it. They aren't put Good. off by it. Yeah. Even seeing it for the very first time, they know what to do. They know why right. it's there. Right. Um, and people might say, oh, do I get a receipt? And we've, you know, the volunteer or the barista will just say, no, it, it, you'll see on your credit card receipt, they'll say dip jar, and then it'll say, you know, New York Public Library. Mm. And so people are very comfortable to know that they'll have a record of That's their good. giving. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people aren't getting a receipt when they're buying their lattes or, you know, doing anything under $25 these days. Right. And so they're perfectly comfortable not getting a receipt for their donation of that size. Um, and it's really, there aren't any uh, objections on the giver's side, which is, which is what allows us to be so successful in generating these new donations. Um, as long as there's good explanatory material or as long as there's a volunteer around or, or some representative who can, uh, you know, point to the dip jar and give that one sentence uh, blurb about what it's there for and, and how to use it, people are very comfortable engaging. And, and unlike more complicated, you know, text to give or app based uh, donation systems, this truly is a one step friction free uh, experience that has no attrition 
and and really no barriers to generosity. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's such a really fantastic tool, Ryder. Thank you so much for coming on to Cause Talk Radio and sharing it with us. Thank you for having me. Where can people find out more about Dipjar if they want to do that online? Go to dipjar.com uh, or check us out on Twitter at Dipjar. Find us on Facebook. Just type in Dipjar to your search menu and uh, you'll find us. We're the only Dipjar out there. So uh, wherever <laughs> you want to engage with us, we'll be happy uh, to to talk to you more about what we do. That's awesome. And we will put those links in our show notes. And of course, Dipjar will be a Cause Marketing Forum with myself and Joe. Joe, awesome. where can people find you between now and Cause Marketing Forum? Online? I got to get busy on my 501c for, for the I Joe guess. Lattes. I mean, that's going to be critical, you know. But in the meantime, in the meantime, you can, first of all, you can always buy me a Starbucks gift card and send it to me if you'd like to that's buy me a nice. latte. Um, but in the meantime, you can visit uh, selfishgiving.com and uh, you can also find me minute to minute talking to Dip Jar and talking to Megan on Twitter at Joe Waters and I have a whole board Megan like dozens and dozens of examples of donation boxes in all shapes and sizes on Pinterest pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters what about you Megan where can people find you I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF and of course you can find the show notes for today's episode on selfish giving, as Joe just mentioned, as well as cause update. And most importantly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or whatever your podcast player of preference is so that you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of Ryder and Joe and myself, I want to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. 